0: Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we look like Moana takes number one again, and the box office bet is decided by just a $220 margin. Find out who lost next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk, uh, where all your fantasies are fulfilled, like seeing Richie Sky do the robot. Yeah! Things you never knew you wanted in life exercise, until you saw. The them.
1: only exercise I'm going to get all week is a little <laughs> shimmy I do during the box office theme.
0: I uh, still so not Hollywood.
1: Mm. There you go. Now, this I know, is the
0: show, folks, right? uh, where we uh, break down the box office from the weekend that was, and then we like to prognosticate. Prognosticate.
1: Prognosticate.
0: Nailed it. About the box office <laughs> to come. I'm one of your host, Frank Brand. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy go Jackie.
1: Hi there, I'm Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian.
2: And my name is Carrie D. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm DJ Richie Sky. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. Uh, speaking of Carrie Lane, she is not with us today. She decided to throw us under the bus
0: because she decided to go to Disneyland. So out, breaking down the box office with all you folks. She chose Disneyland over all of us. Twitter at Caroline Letterman. I know, you how know you but can you blame
1: that. her? It's the happiest place on earth.
0: I like to think that this is the happiest panel on earth. It is. It is. We're so happy. We love it. Uh, speaking of that, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those likes uh, so we feel liked as well. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe Validate to the YouTube us. channel. Yes, we need validation, especially in this holiday year. We just want to feel like this holiday down the year.
1: Yep. Parking we- validation when you're shopping.
0: That's right. Yep. Uh, you can also get on the chat. We're going to pull the chat up. As always, we'd we'll like to have you interacting with us. Uh, we'll be doing our box office bet. That's where you really get a hand in the way the show goes. Uh, you'll determine which movie that we'll be betting on this coming weekend. And... Uh, We'll see who the uh, the loser is. Speaking of losers, we will uh, just jump into mm-hmm. uh, this, <laughs> this bet, uh, the box office bet. Last week it was Office Christmas Party because there was only one film to do. I saw that movie. You did?
2: All right, we'll get to <laughs> and it I in didn't just even lose the bet.
0: Oh. So Richie Skye, uh, yes, he was absent, so he did not get a chance to participate. Uh, now, we all bet it. I went. <laughs> $22 million. I went high. I was very much regretting my choice, especially yeah. after Quinn read back to me what uh, last year's Christmas outing uh, uh, happened one night. Was yeah, that? we yeah.
1: had, yeah, it was $10 million.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, and so this whole weekend, I was watching, 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 watching. And at one point when they had the Sunday box office estimates, it looked like Carrie had lost. Like, I had just eked up by five five mm-hmm. uh, $500,000, a win. I was like, yes, I don't have to see it. And then I saw the finals on Monday, and my fortunes have turned. And so by a difference of two hundred and twenty dollars Literally, that's the difference between Carrie and I. Mm-hmm. She went low. I went high. I lost by $220. So, uh, folks there in the chat room, how could you not get, like, 30 of your closest friends... Just to go see this movie. I mean, you I'm, didn't go I'm, I'm it. guessing
1: that I DJ Richie Sky saw this movie seventeen point five million dollars worth of times.
2: Why did you just him? That wasn't even it. I went to a free screening. Oh, you <laughs> didn't even pay. Ah, there you go. But I have a complaint. Maybe there was
1: enough free screenings that it, it edged you out. I, like, I have
2: a complaint about this yeah. movie. Those people but would I have paid,
1: it. but they didn't have to.
0: Now, yeah, media shock, he went 16.5, so he was incredibly close, almost spot on to what the actor Wait, and right. 16.5. And Carrie, and and Carrie went, uh, I said went 16.5 as well.
1: 16.5 was oh, wait. my Yep,
0: so you and Quinn, bet. man, look at that. I mean, almost right on the money, Quinn.
1: So I'm very proud of that, because I gotta tell you, I was also walking away a little nervous after uh, last week.
0: One. Nobody was more nervous than me.
1: And no, that's true. But I'm saying that, like <laughs> you know, we kind of threw those out there. We were getting a lot of, uh, yeah, you guys. Yes. Might when get can this
0: we role. talk about this movie? Well, though. here we let's go. Well, about well, her now. Let's, yeah, uh, we get into the top five. Oh, of course, we start with Moana. holding out. Number one, Moana. Another 18.5 million dollars. Richie, have you seen Moana yet? I have not. No. Quinn
1: uh no i didn't but see it
0: it's still it's delightful it's delightful you saw it i've seen it twice so frank i know i know <laughs> i know look at me he he it's no st- it's about it. storks but, but it's guys, got, up there it's no storks guys there's never gonna be another storks mm-hmm. ever ever again sorry i uh, was it better
2: say. than bridget jones baby
0: it, it would, uh, it would, <laughs> it would <laughs> which by the
1: way we got to talk about bridget jones's baby really quick. do quite. we mm. do you know that that is about to open up in china this movie is making so much freaking money
0: (laughs) it is internationally it's doing incredibly it's Uh, the
1: only one of all the series that's going to open in China like um, it's just I just don't understand it's like it's this train this money train is just pulling into all sorts of stations so
2: excited about
0: that it's amazing when you think that a film doesn't do that well domestically does so well overseas yeah Uh, I have a feeling we'll see another Bridget Jones baby, uh, perhaps, in our future. uh, Twins! Just goes
2: to show you that people are completely not over Renee Zellweger and her little quirky acting. I guess so. Yes. Uh, But let's just jump right into it there. Uh, Oh, Sky Patterson in the chat
0: room. Congratulations to Moana. There you go. Uh, but let's uh, big
1: congratulations to Disney because God, did they need a win?
0: They did. It was. It's been a tough year for them. And
1: they're about to have. I'm sorry. The year <laughs> that Disney is having is absolutely bonkers, and we haven't even. And Rogue One hasn't even opened up no,
0: yet. No, like, this is been,
1: crazy to me.
0: They've been blazing uh, records over at the box office, and uh, yeah, we still have Rogue One. That's only going to just be uh, yeah, cherry on top. I, seriously, yeah. it's going to be a couple. Cherries. I'm so excited. A couple
1: My company million is dollars taking us all to see that
2: movie on Friday. Um, really, a friend of mine is seeing
1: a screening tonight, and I'm just like, take notes. Tell
2: me everything. I'm so excited about me that. Me too. Oh,
0: that's right. Didn't we start working at your company just in time for Friday? <laughs> didn't we? Everybody, come along. <laughs> uh, coming in number two at the box office, there is the film that we did the box office bet on, and I'll be seeing soon. Office Christmas Party, sixteen point eight nine.
1: So I did win dollars. the bet, but I thought Office Christmas Party was going to come in first.
2: You did. Moana so had some legs. Fun. Did you see it?
1: No, no, I didn't. See, no,
2: I didn't see it. So told so guy you yeah, guys. My biggest complaint about the movie is not even with the movie itself. It is with Paramount and this free screening. And I know it's free and I should be thankful. But they did not have popcorn. And as you guys know, I do not like no, seeing a movie without popcorn. No, that's, that's popcorn. an atrocity. It's, nope. It is like... Give
1: me a number and I will call that <laughs> Who do I write a letter to? <laughs> Cause I mean, they want people to go there and have good reviews, right? That's like the point. So it's to start with the mouth and then get bo- popcorn. Exactly.
2: I left the office thinking I'm not going to eat dinner because I'm going to have popcorn at this mm-hmm. screening, and there was no popcorn. That and is no very drinks. LA
1: of you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Super Hollywood.
2: Okay, but besides that, I had not seen the previews for it. I kind of had an idea of what it was going to be. This is a movie that does not take itself seriously at all. Well, did you expect it to? I don't know what I expected, but I'm glad it didn't. And because it didn't, it lent itself to a lot more... Just You just felt good. I mean, it was just fun. It was Dude, just
1: fun, and that's it what they should be. It was just simple.
2: Like, and that's they what don't these e- movies should be. They, I feel like they don't even make movies like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just... You are going to laugh. You laughed. But do you yeah. want to see the
0: serious version of Office Christmas Party?
2: at and any and any? No, I mean, like, I, I think, see? you know, sometimes you kind of go into this expecting, oh, it's going to be ultra smart, and they're going to do some ultra smart things, you know what I'm saying? But it really wasn't that. It was just pure comedy,
1: mm-hmm. like,
2: like it, from start to finish.
1: Did it have kind of like, um what was that called, the end of the world, the one with Seth Rogen all so, then that was like so oh, silly yes. and crazy? Did it kind of feel like that?
2: Almost, kind of, kind of that
1: level of nuts.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm.
1: All right. I
2: mean, and it's got some of your favorite people in it. So yeah, Jason it's Bately, like T.J. you know,
1: Jennifer Aniston, I love you.
2: Jennifer Aniston kicks ass in that movie. Literally. Don't don't, don't tell me she Hashtag can't play mom. a superhero. <laughs> but I I personally enjoyed it. I think that if you just want to go out and see something that's just fun without being I love this movie because it allows you not to be a pretentious moviegoer.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Great. All right. You know, that is this time of year when when we start getting all the kind of smaller films, art films, Oscar films, Scorsese, whoever else is coming out. Everybody around this time of year... Becomes a film critic, especially in LA. Exactly. But all over the internet, all of a sudden, everybody has their their you know PhD in whatever. And I think that it is kind of refreshing to kind of get around this time of year and just Mm -hmm. be like, okay, we know why we're here. Exactly.
0: Like you, you're just there for the ride.
1: Exactly, and I think that's great.
0: That's true, and I mean, if you look at the benefits, their office Christmas party nominated for twenty six Golden Globes today. Moving on to number 3. Can I say
2: one more thing? Like it does take into account every office cliche that you can ever possibly think of. Did you see yourself in that film? I did. did. You? If you've ever had an office job, like this is definitely a good movie to see cuz you can really relate to some of the things you hear. In a good way or in like a good oh way. my god, I do that. I'm that guy. Mhm. Your HR officer has probably done it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's good. All right, so uh, Richie Sky says it is a must-see, but only see it if oh, you a must-see. Is it a must is it must-see with popcorn? It's a very nice to see if you just want a good time. If you're very, hungry for a, popcorn, <laughs> go see this movie. It's a nice <laughs> sorry, it's a nice to see if somebody's going to give you a free screening. Of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It. I there enjoyed there myself.
1: Uh, Maybe I'll watch it on Netflix this time next year.
0: There you go. You and know? cook yourself some popcorn. <laughs> You'll be thoroughly pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, just uh, to, dial back, uh, to jump back there the screening. Did you see it at, on a studio lot or did you see it at a theater? I saw it on a studio lot. That, that that was the reason why there was no popcorn. Exactly. So that way you have to lower your expect. If you know it's on a studio lot, there's not going to be popcorn there. No, I'll just eat beforehand. There time. you go.
1: But you might see Ryan Seacrest.
0: Oh, and that's just that's like better than eating a tub of popcorn.
1: Better than popcorn. I bet his I bet his skin is really buttery.
0: Oh, <laughs> all right. Looks mm. like it. Uh, coming in buttery. at number three, <laughs> uh, we have Warner Brothers' Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Another 10.4 million dollars, which I
1: did see this weekend. How
0: and was
2: it?
1: It was so fun. Mm, okay. It was fine. Like, it was cute. I thought it was... You weren't
2: impressed by this. I thought it was
1: absolutely adorable. I'm a big Potterhead, as I've said before. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It, It added to the world, and it didn't take anything away from me. Eddie Redmayne, it's like a little bit over the... He really beats you over the head with the bashful thing. And I didn't totally, totally love... Uh, I didn't see a lot of chemistry with him and the lead girl at no. all, really. And I was a little, con- and also like, if you look so much like Maura Tierney, you might as well just be Maura Tierney. But I did think overall, I love being back in that world. I thought a lot of like, the CGI was done well, and I love the style that they, they they've kept throughout. With like, especially with the later of the Potter f- films, they kind of have this a little bit of this kind of like, I don't know, kind of almost. St- totalitarian kind of feel to it like very kind of 40s kind of thing i mean i know this took place in the but that also kind of they they stayed with the style that they had chosen with the last couple of potter films which was really nice To see. it really felt like part of the world and um and yeah and I, I really like ezra miller i thought it was good i thought it was really good
0: oh I, you have a nice tonal consistency when you have the same director david yates absolutely doing mm-hmm. those, yeah and he's gonna be doing the next yeah. few uh but and i, I love the time period oh, of the carrie's 20s oh
1: carrie's here hi carrie
2: Oh, yay, Quinn, she for says liking says yay it. for me.
1: Yay, I loved
2: it. <laughs> you know she listened in just for that one moment. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Carrie trolling. Thank you for media shock there in the chat. I
1: don't think she's trolling. <laughs> she will start when she realizes she lost the bet,
0: though. <laughs> uh... So, I uh, but the one thing I didn't like about it, though, is I felt like at the end of this movie, like, pretty much everything's tied up. And I felt like I don't need to see another four films. Like, why show us all this? Because the other four films are going to lead us towards the uh, Grindelwald and uh, uh, Dumbledore mm-hmm. battle. And so, like, what did this do? Like, I don't... I felt everybody's stories were tied up in a bow. I get that. Which was a shame, because it's like, I, I was more interested in seeing more of the, how uh, the Americans treat the, the, the world of magic over there. And I was really, I liked but it, that But
1: it was a little bit of an origin story that way. It was a lot of setup. It was a lot of learning about the American style versus like, you know, kind of him kind of going on his adventure and kind of learning what what he does and everything. And I, I think that there, I think that, you know you want, you expect a lot of it, but it did feel like the same amount of information you get out of any origin story.
0: I mean, I guess, in terms of rule building.
2: Here's the thing. Do I need to see this movie?
0: Uh, I mean, if you're, if you you're in the games, power world, if you really yeah, are into if interested in the If you're interested in the series, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm thinking I can only really uh, accurately judge how important this film is to the rest of the four films mm-hmm. uh, after the rest of them come out. I mean, it's tough. right now. I know I, I have my feelings on it, but I don't know where the other four are going to go. Gotcha. So I may look back differently about the importance
2: of this film and the overall story arc of this. Yeah. Right now, I'm, I'm not, just not yeah. feeling mm-hmm. a sense of like suspense or like any type of like. <sighs>
1: I get that, but I enjoyed my time that I spent in the theater. And I wasn't thinking about what I was gonna do after the movie was over and I wasn't I just was in it. I was really really absorbed and I really enjoyed watching the story unfold and I think that's kind of what matters. Yeah.
0: All right. It's there worth it's it. worth checking out, Richie. If you wanna be if you want to join the conversation, Richie, then, then hop on it.
2: I've thought about seeing it several times.
0: Ah, there you go. Let's see. Oh, uh, Carrie Lane, what's your next horror film? Uh, Carrie Lane, uh, yes, uh, you think that you've lost the bet, but uh, based on yesterday's mm-hmm. box office projections, if that had stayed, stayed true, Carrie, you would have uh, lost the bet and been seeing Office Christmas Party. Oh, but that's right, sadly, you lost the bet. I lost the oh, bet. Oh, by the
1: way, to anybody listening on podcast, Carrie Lane is not here in the studio. She's joining us on the chat. Yes. I just feel like I should just explain that.
0: Thank you. Because
1: Plain. it might sound like she just, She's I mean, here in, spirit. in the world of Harry Potter that she just kind of apparated right into the <laughs> That's movie. right, She
0: just appeared. But she uh, didn't do. Now, uh, coming to number four is another film that both Carrie and I saw. I don't know if anybody else had a chance to see it.
2: Arrival. Uh, another $5.5 5 million. No, mm-hmm. did not see this movie. In the I don't know. Nobody made it sound that, I mean, I you know, I feel like when Carrie was here, not in spirit, she kind of made it sound like somewhat like decent. But you didn't make it sound all that exciting at all. So no. I didn't feel inclined to go see it. I, I like. I think I, I think if we
0: added compared notes, I think Carrie liked it a little less than I did. I actually probably liked it more than Carrie did, but really? I also felt like I knew the twist that was coming and that kind of diminished my yeah, because I mean, you,
2: you're the the way you felt that day, the energy you gave me just kind of felt like ah, I didn't really enjoy this. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. just guy. I don't yeah. want to you know upsell the movie to you. You know, I, I <laughs> for you, you go in
0: there all of a sudden. Oh, I'm it's like, that. Lower your expectations here, especially <laughs> back to the
1: whole time of year. Like when it's this time of year and you got more movies coming out than you could possibly ever see in one month. You know what I mean? Like you gotta start being a little picky, choosy. Mm. You gotta really go see the ones that are gonna speak to you, the ones that you know you've been really looking forward to, the ones that you really want to spend your money on, because you're never gonna see everything yeah. when everything's just kind of shooting through the gutter like that. So I just feel like you know what? If you're really not excited about it, just don't go see it. There's a million things coming out right now that, that are like so exciting mm-hmm. and fresh, and just like you know, spend you know, don't I don't I don't feel like don't feel don't. Don't feel pressured to go see anything because in two seconds, everyone's going to be talking about something
2: else. Unless you lose the bet. That's right. (laughs) Unless you
1: lose the bet, which Uh, I did for this movie, which means I still have to go see it. But I was more excited about Fantastic Beasts. So I went to see that
0: instead. Coming in at number five, running at our top five this week, Doctor Strange uh, jumped over Allied as we thought it would. Another $4.5 million to its
2: box office coffers. I still feel the same way about that movie as I did after I first saw it. Meh? Yeah. I wanted more. Yeah. It just felt like
1: oh it feels like forever ago that I saw this movie so good for it for still being in the top
2: 5 <laughs> No no it's still doing well Well it made the top week 5 six, with hey, 4,000 like with Benedict 4 million That's the top 5 now 4 million Yes That's kind of
1: Yeah no you're right. Of, that's low because we had only one uh we only had one movie come out last that's
2: week That's true So it wasn't
0: going to shuffle up the uh, too much So maybe
1: it's maybe it's in there kind of sneaky
0: uh
2: yeah. Alvin
1: asked if I've seen Max. Oh, that's yet. a
2: really good question. And Albin
1: you know the answer to the question. Why are you trying to call me nope. out like that?
2: No. Nope. Come on. It's always just good to yeah. It's
0: always good to remind Quinn of her obligations. But I just
1: want you guys to know that I really there was no way for me to see this. It left theaters. I can't rent this thing. Maybe You're it's taking longer maybe than it's I did to see Warcraft. Now.
0: You should check. You should check.
1: But I, that means if it is there, then I gotta see it. So it's That's better right. just not knowing. You want
0: me
2: to check for you,
0: <laughs> Richie? Hey, right? The
1: prince <laughs> is bliss. Man. Yes,
0: uh, everybody in the chat, just do yourselves and us a favor. Just keep an eye on when uh, Max Steel is available to, to view anywhere else, uh, and then just keep tweeting Quinn. Better You'll <laughs> like be excited non-stop. about that. Like <laughs>
2: nonstop. <laughs> uh, alright so I just uh, want
1: us to forget about this God why do you guys keep remembering <laughs> we will never
2: we will, never, they will never let you forget
0: no 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 no
1: I know <laughs> oh, that's man. why we love the
0: chat room so much uh, now as we're talking about upcoming films uh, for one second there uh, and I saw some people in the chat talking about this as well uh, The Fate of the Furious the, the next film in the Fast and Furious franchise debuted uh, Sunday night the trailer yeah they uh, they closed on Times Square did you guys they debuted think of it, of it right in there I didn't see it yet you haven't oh, seen you haven't? the trailer no, Okay, no, it's
1: cool. nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely nuts. They are throwing everything. They are throwing all the spaghetti against the wall of this movie, and I cannot wait. It is going to be so crazy. When
0: is, is summer? Summer? Yeah. Uh, no, uh April. April. April, April of two thousand and seventeen. So yeah. Because they always come out a little earlier than the summer, which is great. That's what Ooh. I love about the Fast and Furious franchise. They know they're that awesome. They don't need to wait until the official summer kickoff. Ooh. They start the summer in April when the Fast Moon or Fast Moon Movie could debuts. I
1: love. I thought the trailer was great because it was like it was like. Almost the entire thing was like epic, epic, epic. And then at the very end, it was like, and there's the girls in the bikinis in case you forgot we were going to do that. We got them. Don't worry. And it was like, it was just really funny.
0: Uh, Albin in the chat, just to keep on track, one, one second there. Max Steel is available on uh, Fandango Now, uh, Quinn. See? So, Thank Fandango you, Alvin, now? for doing that check. Yes. Yeah,
2: so just download that app, and then you can watch it. There you go.
1: I have a Fandango app. I don't know if it's called Fandango out now. It just tells me when movies are.
2: Mm, well, there you go. Some homework for. Queen. No,
1: it's Flickster.
2: <laughs> you know what? You guys can just tweet her all those links, and then she will definitely get on that this week. Oh, it's. Guys- <laughs> I love that you guys are gonna have to like
1: actively like walk me through every step of seeing this movie because I certainly won't see it. On my own. I'm going to need a handheld through every single moment of this.
0: Oh, man. Uh, We should do a viewing party with Quinn and Max Media
1: shock, yes, that line, I'm going to beat you like a Cherokee drone. That's from the trailer, and it was just like, okay. (laughs) It was so bizarre and weird. But, like, I'm not kidding. Like, it looks good. It just looks like a
0: lot of stuff. And it's just interesting, you know, you always find, like, how they possibly going to top themselves in terms of the, the stunt sequences and things like yeah. that, and uh, there seems to be some promising uh, additions to mm-hmm. this. Nice. So yeah. I don't want to ruin Any, new, to any the new characters? Uh, yeah, well, there's that
1: one actress from Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, Charlize Theron's in there.
1: Oh, yeah, Charlize oh, Theron, okay. who has, like... Dreadlocks, yeah, There's, like yeah. she has like the Tilda Swinton hair from Narnia. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes. Yes. I
2: just actually watched that movie like a week ago. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs>
1: it's a good Christmas, but yeah, like it was just like okay, that's kind of a look, but let's go for it. She was like, it's like Furiosa but with hair.
2: That's true. Helen Mirren's in it as well.
0: What Helen Mirren?
1: So really it's just ev- everyone. Yeah.
0: I mean when you get Helen Mirren in your film like what? and, and uh, yeah she's excited she wants to be in it. She wants to drive a car yeah. although uh, from what interviews that she said she didn't, she didn't really get a chance to drive fast in this film. So that's her only disappointment. Oh. But
2: hopefully she'll be in subsequent there's at she's least two more in the series actor, coming. Another an action role. I can't remember the name of that Wasn't movie.
1: Wasn't she in she was in Bond. I mean I don't know if she did ever did any no,
2: She was in Red, oh, and Red too. Red. That was
0: it. Was yeah. she not in Bond? Yep. No, she was not in Bond. But who she was My think
1: was that? who was that?
0: Uh, that, that was uh,
2: um, a
1: different old elder lady. Yes, Judy Dench. Oh Judy my Dench. God. Dame yeah. Judy Dench. Sorry,
2: Albin. I must confess the same thing. I have only seen one Fast and Furious movie. I was a late
1: bloomer when it came when it comes to the Fast and Furious movies because I always thought that this was never going to be anything that I ever cared about. And then all of a sudden, like very recently, like in very recent memory, I like was like I'm going to watch all the Fast and Furious movies. And I was like, these are nuts. I love them. Yeah.
2: It's simply, I had been for, afraid to confess that
0: because don't I'm be like, afraid. But as no, somebody that like, loves like the mythology building that in the Marvel universe, yeah, this is one that I mean. Of course, they didn't start off with any sort of intention of having some yeah. kind of overall mythology, but by the uh, the fourth and fifth film, especially in the fifth one, they really dialed it back in. And they kind of looked back over the franchise and kind of all tied it in together. Oh, yeah.
1: It was so, st- it was so different film when it started. This?
0: Yes. Pardon? Which film was this that they started well, I mean, started four kind of together. setting it up, but then five really kind of Should tied it all together. I start there? I don't know. I mean, because hey. everything matters. They, they made a chance to go back in the uh, the, uh, the previous okay. three films and tie it in, especially third film, Tokyo Drift, which was such a way off kind of tangent from the previous two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they did have that little Vin but Diesel, Vin Diesel I cameo I still at the think end. that
1: there's a level to these movies of just like a little bit, there's something about them I might get a little flack for this, that still feels very lowbrow to me, which is what I like about them, if that makes How any so? sense.
2: See, that's the that's <clears throat> the impression I've always gotten from those films. They still
1: do feel like that. I mean, from the very beginning, they kind of were. And yeah, they have built onto this universe. They've become kind of something more intricate, for sure. The storytelling has gotten more intricate. But at its core, it still feels like
0: one long it's all about family. it's all about family
1: yeah i don't know but i still but i still but that that has become something that i think is actually very charming about them which is maybe like why i appreciate them more than it cuz i'm not really an action movie junkie but maybe that's what i uh, you know maybe there's a little bit of a soap element to it that i kind of like i don't know either way that, that 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 part about it is actually what makes me like a franchise that otherwise i probably wouldn't be super into
0: yeah, the one thing that does concern me is uh, certainly Paul Walker passed during the filming of Fast 7, and so they had to kind of do some rearranging with the script and reconfigure a few things uh, to kind of uh, write his character out mm-hmm. of the series. So this is going to be the first film without him in there at all, and I'm just wondering, because he's such a nice counterpoint to Vin Diesel yeah. in there, mm-hmm. and now taking that out, I, I'm i wondering how the, se- the franchise is going to go oh, for the next what few do? films. It's yeah. going to be interesting. Charlie's the wrong. Sure. Uh, but it feels like uh, you're having uh, The Rock kind of step up, which I'm not going to complain if you having The Rock uh, a little bit more involved because he was. Alvin says,
1: Furious franchise is pure cheese." <laughs> but something, you know, like, cheese is okay, good. so listen, cheese that's the great. impression that I've like always, I always
2: I do love cheese, but that is the impression that I've gotten from those movies, and not that I'm thinking I'm I'm wanting more of the action element, like serious, like. I don't know. I can't explain it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just feels like you'll, you'll get. Oh, lots we know you'll... this did well last year. Let's do another one this year. No, you're getting some some crazy
0: action sequences in here. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and I'm already... going
2: to make it a point
0: to, to catch. And on.
1: we can even plug your ride at Universal, Frank, because it's fun.
0: Uh, I I beg to differ on that.
1: One. <laughs> okay. Which you like, King Kong better?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've never
2: been to Universal.
0: Yeah. At, you uh, got to
1: take a tour. You got to take uh, a tour.
0: That Fast uh, F- and Furious. Part of the Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, not great.
1: Not great. Not really? Do you, you get motion sick in there?
0: No, it's just the. Well, I only get sick from the poor acting that's done in there. Oh,
1: got it. Oh, it's man. pretty. I mean
0: if you want to watch Definition of Phoning It In see Vin <laughs> Diesel's performance in there it's like and if that's the best that they could show us in the attraction yeah. I only imagine what the outtakes look like
1: my favorite is Oof. just when they're like in like the, they're in like the club oh, and there's wow. all these like dancers and they're just in like underwear and it's like these poor girls I'm like looking oh. at them being like I know what this filming probably felt like it just and it is silly
0: makes no sense but oh. tying it into our box office yeah, thing, as I mentioned there. they uh, they did do that big world premiere there in Times Square so mm-hmm. for that to see like a, just a trailer that's exciting a trailer treated with that kind of big kind of epic yeah. event, so you know the marketing is going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, does that? Does that? Uh, if you hear films like, "Oh my gosh, they closed on Times Square," and they <laughs> just do like that, th- 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 Just to th-
1: clarify, Sky Patterson says Paul Walker will not be an eight, nine, or ten in any way, shape, or form.
0: Well, not, probably. I mean, maybe, Sky, not. they did maybe show his in picture. Serial form. They showed his picture on a he was in a still photograph in the trailer, Sky. So I think he will show up at least in a photo.
1: And maybe, <laughs> yeah, just in our hearts.
0: In our hearts, our red people are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they just, uh, when so they treat the trailer like a big
2: event, that gets you excited for a film? It does, it gets me really excited. Because now I'm like, oh my god, it's an event, it's happening, I need to see what it's like about. At
1: Comic-Con, like at Comic Con, like when it's a big mm-hmm. deal when they're released. All
2: right. Uh, now, I was talking about international
0: numbers, we've been talking a little bit about that, about a few of the films. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is still. Just bringing in the money there. It held the number one slot at the international box office for the fourth week in a row uh, with only a 46% drop, and it added uh, another $33.1 million to its total. And the worldwide total is now $680 million. Uh Moana came in closing up a very close second there to $100 million internationally with another $23.5 million in its third session and release. And the only new wide opener for the studios was, of course, Office Christmas Party, Mm -hmm. which we talked about there. It started swinging with $16.4 million in 49 markets. Uh, And then Illumination and Universal Sing also debuted internationally. It hasn't debuted domestically yet, but it got another $9.6 million in eight openings. Uh, The other notable opening there is uh, La La Land. kicked off its shoes in Korea, uh, and that got off another $4 million right there, which uh, is a market that fell hard for uh, Damien Chazelle's uh, whiplash last year. So, Mm. Which was
1: a good one. Yeah.
0: Uh, which, by the way,
1: I just saw War Dogs this week, which also star, uh, stars Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. Got a couple. Got a nod, I think, for a Golden Globe. And honestly, like, uh, I I thought it was really, I thought it was a really interesting story. I think it's really cool that they decided to tell it because I think you know it's obviously something that kind of one of those industries that people don't know a lot about. But as a whole, I thought it was. I found it really not rewatchable. Like I'm not dying to go see this movie again. Like once was definitely enough. Thought Jonah Hill was good. Sure, go ahead. He can have a Golden Globe nom. Like I thought his performance was really good. But yeah, like kind of uh, just in terms of like the the kind of caliber of stuff that we're gonna start seeing come in. Like it's definitely a forgettable one.
2: Hmm.
0: All right. Uh, now, of course, uh, folks in the chat room start thinking about for the box office bet. There's two films coming out this week. Uh, one, uh, a Collateral Beauty uh, with Will Smith and then the second one is a little small indie film that uh, hopefully we can get a little love at the Tiny, box tiny
1: little, uh, I ro- mean. <laughs>
0: Rogue <clears throat> One, a Star Wars tale. Uh, so start chumming away in the box office. Uh, Albin, I know you always do this for us, and I uh, just thank you ahead of time for doing this, kind of keep a track of what the audience is going for in terms of what we're going to cover in our box office bet. But in the meantime, though, before we get to that, we like to do a little box office reflection there on somebody mm. that's going to be starring in one of the films coming out this weekend. And I feel, I feel like I did a little diving in collateral beauty, wanted to skip the Will Smith, kind of find somebody that's being you know, a little bit smaller, you know, in some, a wider variety of films to look back on. So i went with Edward Norton. And so a little top five of his opening box offices. Uh, We kick it off with number five, The Score, (laughs) from Paramount Pictures, back in 2001, uh, $19 million. Hey,
1: what movie is that? Never heard of it.
0: Did not see this movie. (laughs) Didn't see The Score, no.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Uh, But his his number four film I did uh, see there, and that was uh, The Italian Job. Oh, man. Also Paramount Pictures, came out in 2003, $19.4 million. And they've always been talk about doing a sequel to that. Yeah. And uh, I, I always keep that here. I, I don't know if there's any more traction on that. It's always been kind of bandied about that. It's going to happen. I'd love to see. I, I love the first one. I like really the first good. one a lot. That was that was really good. So it'd
2: be Do cool I think they need another one? Not necessarily.
0: No, no. I mean, I guess it's like when
2: you.
1: No, I definitely don't need another Especially the first yeah, one. Especially now, as Charlize
2: sure. Theron is in Fast and Furious. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, yeah. a, you there's got, no need. <laughs> you got her
0: fix it her driving Fast there vehicles you go. Right there. Mm hmm. Uh, Coming in at number three, we have Red Dragon from Universal Pictures. Came out in 2002, $36.5 million. So this is uh, 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 Brett Reichner's kind of reimagining Mm -hmm. of the uh, the Red Dragon, uh, of the Manhunter film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you know, it was all right. There you go. Everybody else is pretty excited about it as well. <laughs> no, <Nope>. all right. <laughs> uh, number uh, coming in number two is a film that came out last. Uh, back in 2012. The Bourne Legacy with Jeremy one Renner. One of my
2: favorite movie in the uh, the title franchises. role franchises. Uh, Thirty
0: eight point one million. Did you enjoy The Bourne Legacy? Did you like having that kind of like offshoot of Matt Damon and having somebody else kind of heading that story? You know, I, it wasn't the best one by any means, but by it was any enjoyable. Means. So, had they not been able to get Matt Damon back, would you have wanted to see more stories with Jeremy Renner? No. Or Jeremy Renner?
2: No, not him. Somebody else. Yeah. Somebody. I don't know who else, but somebody else. Somebody a little bit more exciting. I feel like Jeremy Renner is, I mean, he's okay as like an um, ensemble cast member, mm-hmm. but as the lead, it's just kind of like, uh, I, don't I don't see it. So, if, if, say, Netflix was to do like a, a Hawkeye series, would you be jazzed about that? No, that I would watch. <laughs> he could do that. But but I would love to see like a Brad Pitt step into that role. Remember we talked about this when with how we wanted to see him in more action movies? Mm-hmm. I would love to see him step into that role. Man, do you think you'd get Brad Pitt to come and step into the Born franchise
0: and take it over and some? I think fashion? that
1: Brad Pitt is never gonna touch a franchise that he had. he would never step into somebody else's shoes like that. he's Brad I don't think he would do it
2: either but I'm just saying I want to see Brad Pitt in that type of movie I
1: think you know what though I think that Brad Pitt has just decided he's just gonna be like uh, like an art film guy you know he's gonna do smaller stuff I don't really see Brad Pitt doing like massive massive uh, blockbusters unless he's starting them like he's not gonna step into something that's already established
0: do more like well here's a note Brad yeah start something so, well he did World War Z I wonder I don't he know if that do experience of doing that kind Didn't of did somebody him? say
2: that there was another one coming
0: out but I mean
1: like I think is, he is really in this involved. like he's doing this whole one for uh, one for them 15 for me kind of situations where he's just like you know like so, I think yeah. he's releasing a lot of stuff but it's just not you know
0: it's not what Richie Sky wants to see no though. it's not uh, Richie Sky, why don't you tweet Brad Pitt let I, him know I will
2: Is he on Twitter?
0: (laughs) Of course, I'm sure he's got to be,
2: right? Somebody tweet me that.
0: Let me know. Uh, boy, uh, in the chat, uh, Drew Skull right there saying, "No Star Wars bet, collateral beauty. The loser must be punished severely." Oh, look at the devil horns. I mean, it is Christmas time, folks. I mean, just think about like you know giving a gift to everybody. You know? No, Drew, we're not playing that game.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: one and only billy j says brad pitt in an action movie like born are you kidding me i yes. just think that like that's what i assume you're that's how i assumed you said it with that kind of inflection
2: he used to do those
0: uh now i running out edward norton's their uh track at the box officer mm-hmm. uh Richie
1: sky no
0: no it was the <laughs> incredible <laughs> hulk from universal uh Arr. back in 2008 55 million dollars I, compared to, comparatively, I enjoyed that version of the Hulk than I did Eric Bannis.
1: Can I say something? Yes.
0: Sure.
1: For someone as established as Edward Norton, the fact that his top box office is 55 is a little actually surprising for me for an opening weekend. I could have seen him up there doing something 100 million opening weekends some huge, some huge...
0: Yeah, but although, he, I don't know if know. he's ever been in one of those like big
2: franchise I guess he type has it, which it is, I guess surprises it, me that he hasn't been in one. wasn't, a part of the whole like Marvel plan at that point it doesn't seem like so they, i feel well, like
0: they tied it in at the end when they had uh, tony stark come in to talk to william hurt but it wasn't like solidified i don't think you they, know what i mean yeah i mean they tried to t- cuz it is kind of tied in but not really it just didn't feel like it was part of the whole like phase 1 that's mm-hmm. happening now you know well, originally he was going to be in Avengers uh, until uh, they just—he just didn't like the script and I would have whatever discrepancy and he stepped out. And then they got Mark Ruffalo. I've heard, what some, a bad I heard stories decision. about Ed Norton
1: kind of being maybe a little fickle.
0: Yeah, I, I like more
2: kind of a control freak in the editing room. Yeah. I like Mark Ruffalo a lot better for this.
1: Oh yeah, no, of course. Mark Ruffalo was like the most likable guy ever.
2: Yeah, I love that whole dichotomy of having someone who's so likable, and then having him talk and into having the him, old. yeah, be like the you know, that's monster. Awesome
0: yeah but, totally uh, for what it was I did enjoy it I, the only thing I didn't like is I didn't like to look for the
2: abomination uh, I, I didn't, didn't either uh, I thought that was just a really poor I would redesign. just like to forget that this version ever existed and I would like for them to go ahead with Planet Hulk
1: I think most people have
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why we're
1: talking about it now is because it's his top box office that's right
0: yes. there you go <laughs> Uh, so, folks, we're going to be doing our box office bet in a moment or two here. So, uh, Alvin, uh, again, thank you for keeping track of what people are saying there in the chat. But we're going to do our predictions of what the top five box office is for next week. Of course, we're adding Collateral Beauty and Rogue One, A Star Wars Tale. Now, just a few notes before we make our top five prediction. The last two Will Smith dramas, Concussion and Focus, both, both from 2015, opened with $10 million and $18 million, respectively. Yeah,
1: Focus and didn't do so well.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, The Force Awakens, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven, there, opened up last year with $247.9 million. Sorry, did you say $200? 247900000 Dang. Million. Yes. So. Yes, Scott. Uh, getting whoa, whoa, whoa. into that, I wonder what we think number one in next week's top five may be. See, the, hmm. the thing is,
1: one, for me, easy. The rest are really hard for next week. Really? Mm. I don't know how we're going to see Collateral do. I mean. Do
0: you think so?
2: Well, uh, Richie Sky, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts? Yes, easily. All right. I do believe that we are going to see Rogue One, number one, obviously. Yes.
1: I'm no, going to no, no, go. No, 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 I was like, all right, <laughs> okay. Hashtag <laughs> Ditto. It's
2: fine, let's move I'm going to say, actually, I'm just going to go back down the list. I'm going to go with Collateral Beauty. Actually, no, I'm going to go with Moana. Then I'm going to go with Collateral Beauty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then I'm going to go with Office Christmas Party and Fantastic Beasts.
0: Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Quinn, do you have any disagreements with that list? I
1: do. Um, Tell
2: us. I'm
1: going to go Rogue One for number one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't sound too short. Sure.
1: I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's like a Star Wars thing? Rouge, Star Trek? Star. Rouge Star, One? Star Trek?
0: It's a makeup Star story. War. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: um, and then I'm going to go uh, Collateral number two.
2: See, mm. I started to do that.
1: I think just because like, we got a lot of famous people in that movie.
0: Yeah, but uh, all right, just for your taste for Will Smith, do you it like Will Smith in action mode like or action, drama mode?
2: Action, it looks like a snooze fest, to be very honest with you. Now, I'm sure it's going to be really, really good with very nuanced performances, as people like to say, mm-hmm. but it looks snooze worthy. Yeah, I mean, I mean all I'd right. rather I'm gonna see go, I'm
1: going to put it third then. I think I'm going to go Rogue One first, and then I'm going to go Office Party, because it's, it's tis the season, you know?
0: Gotcha. We need a little comedy, I see.
1: And then we'll go collateral. And then uh, Moana, then Fantastic.
0: Wow, Moana dropping down uh, Oof, quite a bit that on the down the list. Like, Interesting, down. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's. I'm going to go, of course. Uh, uh, you know, uh, off of the Christmas party is going to jump to number one. Oh, no, that
1: won't happen. Could you uh, wait? Let's just think about a world <laughs> where that did happen,
0: or Rogue One didn't like only like four million at the box office. You know, barely, barely made the top five. I just five, maybe. think it
1: would be almost. Worth it for the hilarity. Oh, it would go down in the history books. It's like the biggest upset ever.
0: Stranger uh, Things Have Happened. Uh, I would, of course, Rogue On One. On Netflix. Uh, now streaming.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: you know, I could probably see Office Christmas Party kind of staying at number two over Moana just because it's a comedy, and I feel like a lot of people that might see Moana would probably just go see the new Star Wars film. Uh huh. So, all right, so I'll go uh, Rogue One, Office Christmas Party.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to say Moana, then Collateral Beauty, then Fantastic Beasts. Great! I think we'll say goodbye to Arrival and Doc Strange. Bye, Arrival. Bye, guys. You're on your departure. <sighs> I
1: think you might be right there.
0: So I want to see what
1: everyone else is saying on the chat, though, because it's this one for me was kind of tough.
0: And now this means that Quinn, you better hurry, though. Uh, if Arrival going to be moving out of the top five, you know, you got to go see that play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. before
2: it escapes like Max still did.
0: Yes, but only until January when it'll be available on demand. Mm. <laughs> That's Quinn, so excited. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, I'll go. I'll see it when I'm seeing it. I'll do a double header with Arrival. I won't go. I would not make a trip to the theater to see it, but I will totally tack it on to, you know, something else I'm kind of excited about. Gotcha. All la right. la land.
0: Uh, all right, so, folks, uh, here we go. we we'll, we'll get ready to do our box office breakdown. Uh, oh, Carrie Lane in the chat. Yes, Carrie yes, Long yes. distance Thank going you. for <laughs> One. one,
1: list, just the the one. <laughs>
0: Carrie Lane saving the day for us. We love it. Uh, Alvin, if you want to just pop up the totals right here, and I'll explain what the box office bet is. Thank you so much. Uh, of course, the box office bet is we're going to bet on one of the films being released this week, mm-hmm. and whoever gets closest to the actual gross of the film gets bragging rights that they are just such a great prognosticator. Uh, the loser, the one who's furthest away from its actual box office gross, will have to go see that film and then come in here and tell us all about it. Uh, you know, Carrie Alvin, is eligible to vote. She's in the chat, so that counts. I'm going I'm to vote that there. Final tally, Collateral Beauty 5 Star Wars 3. <laughs>
2: All right. That's not true because Carrie voted. I so saw so has, many people there was, there for was Star Wars. For I think Alvin just wants us to go see Collateral Beauty.
1: Yeah, uh, wait it's for including Carrie
2: Lane. Thank you, Alvin.
0: Uh, there you go, there you go. So final tally, with Carrie Lane's vote added in the chat, Collateral Beauty 5, Star Wars number 4.
1: Sky Patterson is throwing in the $150 million opening weekend as a guest for Rogue right. One.
0: Uh, Carrie Lane, feel free, if you'd like to jump into this box office bet, uh, in the chat, feel free to throw out a, t- a gross that you Carrie, think that-
1: don't. You're not here. Do
0: it. If you Do lose it. If you're- <laughs> Carrie, do it. Carrie, yeah, if, if I was you, you, you got- I would
1: so not bet.
0: You've got the that guts. That is the perk of
1: not being here. Get
0: in. Show you've got the guts that even at home I be like, oh my God, I love Guts. It the Do you week. have it? You guys That's remember right. that show? Guts. All right, everybody. So, uh, given what we know about Collateral Beauty, uh, what we think it's going to rank in the box office here, everybody, on your, little, uh, on your mobile devices, feel free to type in what you think. Next week's coll- total for box office be- or Collateral Beauty will be. Not <laughs> Box Office Beauty. What a great title that would be. Uh,
1: you guys, I'm so nervous.
0: You, uh, oh, boy.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah.
0: Josh, in the booth. Uh, they oh Richie Sky very fast, feels very confident about what, what I always have a number follow. in my head. Okay, uh, all right, I'm gonna go with what my first thing was. Uh, we'll see how close I am. All right, Quinn, are you ready to go? All right, Richie Sky. Hold on. Where do you? Oh, are you done, Quinn? Are you locked in? Give me one second. That's. Right, yes,
1: I'm done. Okay, whatever. I'm crazy. All right.
0: Fourteen for Richie Sky. All right, Quinn.
1: Was one seventy?
0: What? What? Wait, one hundred and seventy? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought
1: you we were doing Rogue One. What? No! Million. Sorry, I'm sorry. We, we're talking about collateral. Yes. I had a brain aneurysm. So sorry, because everyone in the chat was skewing their, everyone in the chat room was doing their Rogue One opening weekends, and so I just had a I little. I feel like we an should.
2: An it's, it's a sign. We That's right.
0: Just went I, with Rogue One. So Quinn has I'm gone, so gone so with sorry, 170 million. Um, <laughs>
1: don't do that. To you me. might lose <laughs> Quinn.
0: You might yeah. lose. Yeah. All right, real quick. Type in another. Uh, type in another amount.
1: Um. All right. I'm gonna say. Um. Um, I'm gonna say
0: uh, uh fifteen. All right, f- fifteen. All right. Well, I have written down fourteen. I am with Richie. I'm on the Richie Sky Train as well. <laughs> Look at that. You guys
1: both said fourteen and I said fifteen? Yes. yes. Okay.
0: So uh it's gonna be a very slim margin of error for uh collateral beauty.
1: You guys I'm really sorry I messed that up. I feel like such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: so uh, foolish. <laughs> It's okay, we all have those
1: moments. But I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say 170 for Rogue One. Just because, like, we can also talk about that, because that's a little bit more fun. <laughs> do you guys want to do a non-official bet for Rogue One also? Sure,
2: we can do
0: that as well. Sure. All right, Richie Sky, what do you think Rogue One's going to do? I don't know, I want to go first. Um... Oh, I, I didn't, I, the, I went yeah, first. So I said official. 170. Uh, I mean, 170. two hundred and uh Force Awakens did 247 million. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is an offshoot, a little, uh, little prequel of sorts. To the uh, main series. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's gotta, I mean, I don't think hungry. it's going
1: to go past two.
2: Mm, I'm no going to say I'm gonna go. 150. Or, I'm
1: but a, again, like to, everyone's I, going to the movies right now. It's such I a big time big. for movies and it's a Star Wars film.
2: Ah. I'm
0: going to dream big and I'm going to say 220. 220. I'm going to go 220. Whoa. We'll see. We'll see. You I mean, what, I'm going to go see it, so you, it's like...
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see it $220 million worth of times.
0: Right, thank you, Quinn. You All in. in. Uh, people in the chat here, Star Drew's going with uh, $195 for Rogue One. Uh, Sky Patterson is betting $20 million or saying $20 million for the opening weekend. Uh, I, I will say that Carrie Lane seems to have gotten kind of quiet yeah. uh, in this chat. Because so. she knows
1: she doesn't have to bet. Carrie she doesn't Lane. Lose.
0: You are a coward. No, I she's not. She's now. a smart lady. <laughs>
1: Alvin, don't play me like that. I'm going to hold you to 170 million bet for collateral beauty. Come on.
0: All right, everybody. You
1: know that I was just so overwhelmed with excitement I couldn't think straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's also 11 p.m. on Monday night.
0: We will see. All right, Quinn, I guess we'll let you slide. That's our Christmas, Richie and I's gift to you. this that's Christmas, it? This holiday season, we'll let you escape out of that 170 bet.
1: I'm returning yeah. both your gifts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But, of course, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on mm-hmm. iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us there in the chat. Uh, sharing your thoughts, we always love having you on there every single week, interacting with us. And if you want to continue the conversation
2: with us even after the show's over, Richie Sky, where can they stalk you? You guys should be stalking me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky, and you can watch me live on Instagram now. Huh. Whoa! All right, Quinn.
1: That's like more than enough Richie. Yes.
0: You know, Sky Patterson's going to be all
2: yep. over that. Yes! <laughs>
1: my name is Quinn Skilling. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skilly, and You can find me on Instagram at Quinnstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat That's at Snapchat. Quapchat. And don't stalk me. Be very vocal about following me. Like my stuff.
0: <laughs> Let's be friends. Don't be shy. Uh, Folks, you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Again, thanks so much. Carrie Lane will be back here next week. We'll all see who the winner and loser of the box office bet was for Collateral Beauty. Uh, And I'll be talking about Office Christmas Party. (laughs) Boy, can't wait. Uh, We'll see you next time, everybody, right here on Box Office Breakdown. Have a great week.